Heavenly Father, thank you for this Bible study. I ask that your word would permeate the hearts of your listeners. Father, forgive us of our many sins, and as we proceed in this message, help us to remain focused. Bind any distractions and allow your Holy Spirit to flow and do what it does. Edify, empower, and inspire us. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, believers. So tonight, I just wanted to go over one particular verse in the book of Psalm 34. Once again, this is Psalm 34, King James Version. You guys know, I don't play. I always get the King James Version. Now, I I do like the NIV Version as well, but this particular Bible is, um, it's actually a part of my history and my development um, when I was suffering from addiction and alcoholism and everything. This is the first Bible that I purchased. So me and the King James, you know, we just got this thing. And yeah, let it be done, right? In Jesus' name. So Psalm 34, I'm going to go to verse... Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Not some, all. This reminds me of the verse that uh, speaks into the weapons being formed. Though the weapon may form, it will not prosper, right? So the enemy is always going to attack us because we are striving to be righteous. It doesn't say here, many are the afflictions of the wicked. Oh, no, no, no. The wicked are typically doing pretty good (laughs) because we are in the world, but not of the world. And when it comes to wicked and evil, you know, um, the world is under the influence of the prince of the air, principalities, demonic spirits and entities, right? So the reason why we are constantly afflicted and under attack you know, is because we are striving to be God-like. And the enemy hates that. The enemy does not want God to be glorified on earth. So there's always going to be some type of adversity that we have to deal with. But guess what? The Lord delivereth him out of them all, not some, all my friends, this is a promise. This is not just God. You know, God can't lie, right? This is just not something that God would vaguely say. This is not some concept. This is a permanent truth that has stood the test of time. This word endures the test of time. The word 
is God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So anything that you take from this book, listen, you can test him on it. And it's crazy because the way that I talk to God sometimes, you would be like, yo, sister, you're a little bit too bold. But here's the thing. My father made me in his image, right? So when I really started getting into the word, I was like, yo, I will test you on this thing. (laughs) Because I want to know if it works. I want to know if you're real. I want to know if this is a tangible guide to assist me throughout the course of my life. So yes, I will test your word. And God even asked us to do that. But listen, I don't want to get off the subject here. Bottom line, when you are striving to be better, man, you are going to come against so much resistance. Like when God blesses you with the promise, you've heard that saying, new new levels create new devils. New levels, new devils, man. Like you basically graduate from one Goliath to the next. (laughs) And here's the thing about the enemy, though, the affliction that he tries to project onto us. The enemy has no new vices. The enemy has nothing new. The enemy, the only thing principalities can do is duplicate or emulate a previous attack. For example, I'm just going to share um, one one part of my life, right? So here I am. I finally, 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 finally get over alcohol. Man, the next thing I had to get over, <laughs> it was cocaine. That one was a little bit more difficult. Well, wait, it wasn't difficult for me to, it wasn't as difficult for me to stop because I was never doing cocaine every single day. It was like a weekend thing, but I was selling it. So for me, that hesitation there was because I didn't want to cut off my finances, y'all. I'm just keeping it real. No, I do not sell drugs anymore, okay? So, (laughs) but then check this out. I finally overcame that. I'm like, yo, I'm not drinking. I'm not doing cocaine. You know, I've got a job and it sucks, but God is teaching me how to work. He's teaching me how to labor, how to be a person of integrity, how to be a person that's reliable. Because I had never really had responsibility, You know, I was making easy money all the time. I basically made money when I wanted to make money. I had clients everywhere. I was, you know, living that Hollywood fast life, you guys. I have to do an entire just book on that decade of my life. I'm telling you, it would make a Tyler Perry movie look like a Disney film. (laughs) Like, I have so many stories, but listen. So then I'm like, oh man, finally get over the cocaine and guess what creeps in the next affliction, marijuana, because I'm such a high viber. I like energy, right? Even me, I still kind of suffer sometimes. I still kind of struggle. I'll say that 
with caffeine addiction. Because for me, I just love, you know, getting that that instantaneous burst of energy. You know, it's it's more of gratification. You know, it's more of a of a carnal gratification for me. You know, so finally. I get over everything. And then here comes Mary Jane. O-M-G. My next affliction. (laughs) And I'm thinking, you know what? I don't got to stop smoking weed. It's just weed, right? It's just grass. No big deal. You know, especially at this point in age, it's legal. Now, then it wasn't quite legal. This was when I lived in Las Vegas. I can't remember. What was that? 2012, 2013, 2014, somewhere along those, those, uh, time periods, 2013, I believe. But anyways, yeah, so it it wasn't a big deal. I would just, you know, I went to work. I would go home. I would watch TV. Listen, guys, I would even watch Bible study. Then I would, you know, pack a little bong, smoke a little weed, read my Bible. No big thing. But here's the thing, man. Sometimes the enemy tricks us. (laughs) So I'm thinking, you know, I'm not getting in any trouble. I'm not driving around high. I'm not, you know, blacking out. I'm good, right? Uh, Not quite. Because the affliction that actually started to work against me was it was robbing me of my ambition, okay, It was just completely destroying my memory. But what God really showed me is I lost my empathy. I lost my passion. Being compassionate for other people. That's who I am in general. I have a huge heart, man. My heart is so big. I'm an empath. I love to give. I love to help. I love to motivate. I love to inspire and encourage people, right? And what that basically stole from me was the essence of myself. I wasn't getting online encouraging people. I said, you know what? I'm sure they're good. (laughs) I'm not going to post any workouts for you today. I'm not going to post any scriptures for you today. I'm not going to say any inspiring words for you today because I'm sure you're fine. And, you know, I'm just over here just kind of watching TV, doing absolutely nothing, just killing brain cells. Yeah. So that was another affliction. And once I realized that I was in a, a position of being an addict again, Man, I was like, yo, God, I need your help again, man. And it took some time because I just, I had grown so accustomed to that sleep, to that calmness. I'm not a very calm person. (laughs) So I had, you know, pretty much become infatuated with that instantaneous calm, that serenity, that just... Man, it's just, I didn't care about anything. And sometimes, um, I think you guys know, I have a little bit of ADHD, just a touch of it, right? So for me, my thoughts can keep me up sometimes. It's like I will have nonstop 
um, epiphanies, revelations. Like there's times that I literally have to stop driving and just write something down or, or text something and screenshot it so I won't forget it because I really am just um, uh, a cultivator, just nonstop because of the relationship that I have with God because of, you know, how he works in me to inspire other people. You know, this is my calling, guys. Um, so anyway, it just... It felt good when I was in that state of mind asking God to deliver me from that affliction. It felt good for me because I could recall in retrospect the other things he delivered me from. So it's so true. I'm like, yo, that's when I started to get real bold in my faith, man. And God's like, yo, if I delivered you from alcohol, And that was killing you. Like, guys, I was in the hospital several times, you know. Um, I had, you know, I had to go to a suicide ward, all types of stuff. Because alcohol and cocaine will jack you up. And God's like, yo, if I delivered you from cocaine and I delivered you from alcohol, honey, I'm going to deliver you from weed. Don't trip. So all this to say, (laughs) the Lord... He is so faithful to deliver us, man. And he doesn't just deliver us from some things. He delivers us from them all. From all of our iniquities, all of our depravities, all of our sin. The only thing that we have to do is stay in the fight. Stay in the race. I always tell people this, man. I said, do not give up because God's deliverance, it's a process. He will deliver you, but it's not going to be an instantaneous thing most of the time. And the reason why is because he wants to build that relationship with you. You know, when I was fighting addiction, I would go into my Bible, the very Bible that I read to you guys every Sunday and every Wednesday when uh, with Bible study and in the back. There's a section and it goes over God's promises and the different things that he can help you with. So one of those things is delivering us from addiction, delivering us from vices and whatnot. And when I I was um, going through that, it literally just gave me all the verses that I needed to read that would help me to defeat that particular affliction. We all have different afflictions, you know, like I don't know what you struggle with, but there is a scripture. There's probably a hundred scriptures <laughs> that would speak to that exact situation. And, you know, so in my process, man, it's like I just kept reading more. I kept praying more in that that's actually established my relationship with God. You know what I mean? And and I think that's what he really wants from us. He doesn't want us to necessarily just endure long suffering. Like, hey, you just put up with it. You'll be stronger. Pain is gain. No, that's not, that's not the in, entirety of that. He wants to build us up in the fire. Yes, we are refined 
in the furnace of affliction, but in that fire. That's when Jesus comes in, man. That's when he delivers us. That's when he starts speaking to us and revealing himself and also revealing himself in us. Like, yo, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The reason why I am free, I am liberated from my addictions and afflictions is because God dwells in me. He abounds in me. And the suffering and the affliction was an opportunity for me to build that relationship, that connection. So when something comes against me, I know what to do, boo. I know exactly what I got to do. I got to cast my cares on God. I got to get back in my word. I got to keep praying. I got to keep worshiping. I got to praise him. I got to sing to him. I have to make sure that I am postured for God's deliverance because he's faithful. He's never changing, (laughs) right? If he delivered me yesterday, he will deliver me today and tomorrow. So with that said, (laughs) I love you guys. And I hope this encourages you no matter where you are in your journey, boo. God will deliver you from it all. With that said, share the podcast with a friend. You guys know that we are in 35 countries. We are still growing and glowing. With that said, I'll talk to you soon. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. God loves you, boo. Ciao.